with me and you'll see all the junk we stash behind the curtain there is no word i know in this world that rhymes with curtain i'm fairly certain hello ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another behind the curtain. I am the lovable game master Spencer Borup, and it's engraved in in metal now. In case you didn't see that on the Facebook page, it is officially engraved in metal, so it must be true. Joined by Tickle Your Funny Bone Tracy. Ooh, I love your radio personality. <coughs> that was good. Thank you. Yep. I like it. Thank you so much. I'm flattered. You're, you're welcome. Is yours engraved in metal? Of course not. I have too many great things to say about myself. Then it must not be true. It is true. It's just too big to put on a little tiny ring. What What, what do you say about me there, Mom? Nothing. You take whatever you want out of that. <laughs> the fire. Wait. It'll be a hot time in the old town tonight. Explain to people the, the name for a second. People know. I feel like, okay, I, I don't want to be rude, but I feel like that's a little beyond my generation. It's a really old song. It's like, a really how, old how, song. How old are we talking? Really old. <laughs> I don't even know. I looked it up on the internet. <clears throat> but I just remember hearing that song as a kid, I guess. Okay. I don't know. Are and you dating called... yourself? Probably. <laughs> no, because I think it was even before that. <laughs> I just tend to remembered song lyrics so if okay. i heard it once i probably remember it it's the one thing i can remember song lyrics or I, pieces of song lyrics i have yet to look up the song it's it's actually called a hot time in the old town tonight and it starts out late last night when we were all in bed miss o'leary's kick cows kicked the lantern in the shed something like wait that. is this about the san francisco yes. fire yes it's oh that my song. gosh yes well so I don't know when they wrote that song, but yeah. Well then, sometime after the San Francisco fire. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know when. And it's just one of those cheesy kind of kid songs you sing at camp because then you're supposed to mix up the words and stuff. That's what I read online. But Well, okay. Obviously, then. I don't know the song very well other than it's a hot time in the old town tonight. If you knew it very well, we would have sung it at Camp Boring. Yes, we probably would have. All right. Well, thank you for explaining <laughs> the reason behind the very long name thank you for coming into my vast stores of knowledge you're welcome i'm glad when i'm glad that you helped me come up with names only once in a while only this one while. just seems so appropriate out of 23 episodes i've come up with 20 yeah i've came up with one and phil's come up with two yeah no zachary came up with something Zach no he, he came didn't. up with the ghost and the hero one i thought no that was me oh sorry Excuse me. I can't remember. Hogging all the glory, man. Oh, no. He came up with a scythe to remember. Yes. That's right. See? He did come so up with one. So he did come up with one. Right. Maybe I haven't come up with Hog 20. Hog of the glory. Hey, I'm the lovable game master. It's engraved in metal. Oh, my so, gosh. I'm really sorry I ever got him that ring. Tell people where you got that ring. At the county fair. The Box Elder County Fair. <laughs> What was with the noise? I don't know. It sounded like a country fair type noise, didn't it? Didn't it? Yeah. Didn't it sound like some kind of country fair? Oh my gosh! It was. It's a little country. It's a, the oldest 
County Fair in Utah, or it might even be in the United States. I know it's the I'll oldest in Utah. I'll have to check with Utah. my husband. He is the County Fair expert. He is. And rodeo. Yes. Expert. And we did see the rodeo and the sheep mutton busted. It was awesome. Boy, those kids can hang on to those sheep forever. All right. Enough about the fair. I don't care about the fair. You started it. No. I just wanted to know where you got the ring. That's all that matters to me. All right. Anyway, so. Starts off with Kendra confiding in us uh, her problem and predicament and asking for our help in a sad, lonely sort of way. And I, Artrilla, stepped up and nobly told her that we would help and solve her problem in the kindest and gentlest of ways. Because that's who I am. Oh, my gosh. I wasn't even going to start there. I was going to start with Marcus was useful for once. What? That's that's after Kendra. That's at the town hall. All right. Well, go to the meeting. I want you to speculate. What do you think's going on? With Kendra? Yeah. Um, what do you think's going on inside Kendra's head right now? Oh, I don't know. Kendra's all sorts of sad. I want to know what was going on in Petros's head that he didn't teach Kendra anything. Like, don't touch those books. Or he did tell her that, but of course, when a parent tells a kid, don't touch that, of course, the first thing they do is touch it. Touch it. So he should have went in there and said, this one talks about this. This one has an evil spirit in it. If you open it, you're going li- to unleash the evil spirit on all humanity. But no, he tells her, don't touch that. Like any other parent, my faith in him is really sunk. Wow. <laughs> is this, no, is it's this, perfect writing for the Pathfinder people. Is this coming from our Trilla or Tracy? Tracy as a mother. Would our Trilla think this? Yeah, actually our Trilla is kind of wondering because he's passed on bunches of knowledge to her. Mm-hmm. Like he spent time with her. He was a teacher. She was teacher's pet. That's what it's called in the book anyway. But I always imagine him, like, in his travels. And another thing, why didn't he take her on any of the travels? Mm -hmm. She'd never even met her. So kind of sheltered life that I think he was keeping for his daughter. Except in one of the things, he brought her to the meeting. But again, they kicked her out of the Mm -hmm. meeting. So she really was sheltered. She lived this little sheltered, safe little life. Didn't really know what life was about. And I think Artrilla is disgusted that the professor didn't do more to help prepare her for this evil in the world. Well, we, you've, you've discovered that she has some powers. Yes, but he should have trained her better, I think. You think so? Yeah, I do. You don't think he did a good enough job? Mm, I don't know. I have yet to see. We'll see in upcoming episodes if Kendra proves herself. Okay. Anything else but you right want to say about that? right now she seems pretty hung up on this problem. Are you worried at all? No, because we always rise to the occasion. We are the black-feathered black few. You rise to the occasion until somebody pees their pants because they're scared. Because nobody's peed a, their a pants g- yet. Ghost. No, Scooby, we haven't peed our pants yet. I think we're all getting pretty tired of the ghost. To tell you the truth, we're ready to like just get rid of them. What? The ghosts are my favorite part. I know, but they're like everywhere. So I think eventually we're going to get very good. You want to know why ghosts are my favorite part? Why? Because they're incorporeal. That means you guys can only do little damage to them. Yeah, I can't wait to get some money, some gold, when we actually level up, which is going to be when? Never going to tell you. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> nice try on my part. When we level up and get some more gold, maybe, I think we'll be buying different things other than the normal weapons. We'll see. Nope, yep. 
I know I'm going to start looking for things that can, you know, dispel creatures like that. Ghost bane arrows. Ghost bane arrows. Yeah, Undead I'm down to two, arrows. I think. Yeah. So stuff like that that she can use her short bow with. Maybe some of that magic potion they poured on their swords for my rapier, something like that. Potions are expensive. I know. I'm learning that. Potions are expensive, everyone. <laughs> I learned that, that. That's yeah. When did you learn that? I think last week <laughs> when Zachary was using them up. No, I did learn it because no, I learned it at the end of episode twenty three because Parad, the big softy, the big mush, he wasted a potion on someone when we need that. Rude. Yeah, that was weird. I thought Zachary Zacharias was gonna hit him. Oh, was that? I didn't think Zacharias was even mad at him. I don't know. I was shocked. I, I was, was like, mad at him. I was like, dude, you're gonna waste a, cons- a consumable on, on an, an NPC? NPC. But it kind of shows his character is super mushy, like a big giant squishy teddy bear. He is. He gives his rough exterior like yeah. he's this grizzled old man, but on the inside, he's just a big old softy. I think that's why he doesn't talk much. Because if he really starts talking, we're gonna find out he's just a nice big soft teddy bear. Um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm gonna. I, I'm comparing him to Wreck It Ralph. Oh yeah, that's a good comparison. I'm a nice guy. Yeah, I am bad, and that's okay. Is <laughs> that what he says? I can't ever seen that. There's once. the the motto that they say. I am bad, I and remember. that's okay. Yeah, oh. about be, how being a bad guy doesn't mean you're actually bad guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, like we like we said. Only the freshest references. Freshest. And Only most the freshest references <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> At least you guys could reference something I actually know once in a while. Good grief. Yeah, we do a lot of anime. We do a lot of SpongeBob. All of which I hate. So. <laughs> we do, what else do we reference? I don't know. Games. Games. I don't know. Games. <clears throat> Only Pathfinder, the best game of all. You purist. Yep. Okay. Now, I want to talk about Marcus finally being useful. That was really funny. Marcus Firefighter Marcus. <laughs> Firefighter. Firefighter Marcus. To the rescue. Hurry, now, hurry, drive the fire truck. Hurry, hurry, drive the fire truck. No, I, I should have been singing. Hurry, hurry, squirt the water. Hurry, oh hurry, gosh. squirt the water. Yeah, that's a good one for Marcus. Because no, that's all he did to, was squirt the need, frost up. Yeah, you need to incorporate ray of frost into that song hurry hurry squirt the ray hurry hurry squirt the ray i don't think you're squirting rays you're like shooting the rays out of your hands whatever quit correcting me little man okay little man okay anyway moving (laughs) on Um, it was pretty cool though that he was actually useful yes and we got out of that situation a lot um i don't i don't want to say a lot we got out of that situation pretty unscathed. You guys got out unscathed. Well, I got some damage, and Parad got some damage, but... You also let four townspeople die. And Atrilla did not care. Why that is so that? I, I've been wondering this. Why does she hate these townspeople so much? I don't think so she much? hates them. She just really doesn't care. She just doesn't care about them. Why? Because I don't think she even sees other pe- other... I don't want to say, oh, okay, say beings. She doesn't see other beings as equal to her, first of all. She's the greatest gnomon of Glorian, mm-hmm. okay? So she's very self-centered self. Mm-hmm. But unless it's a benefit to her or they like and admire her, and these people aren't, they're actually fighting. 
and blaming, or she sees all of them as blaming them for what's happening, and they're too stupid to hire her and the team to help fix the problem. They're so small-minded in her, her eyes that they're disposable. Even the people that are on your side. Like She's not noticing that, though. Like the sheriff and Father Grimborough. I think the only one she really even cares about might be the sheriff. But I think after the town meeting, she's probably pretty indifferent to him, too. Hmm. Like, just because he didn't stand up for them more or say, yeah, that's a good idea, Artrilla, let's hire you, you know? Nobody said anything when she said, hire me. Hire us. Well, you also didn't help your case, either. You were yelling about how stupid these people were from the back. She has no filter. She's a gnome. turn around and go to leave, and then... She's a filter. She has no gnome. She did not see the response. She's she a filter. She no, has no gnome. She has no filter. She's <laughs> a gnome. I'll oh, be quiet. It's late. She's I'm a wee little filter. Hey, it was the first day of school. Shh. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, yeah, she doesn't have a filter on her mouth. She just says whatever comes out. Yes. She's like a child. Yeah, in that way, yeah. Very much so. I think Min even has more of a filter than she does. And we compare men, and men her to. Right up there. He's not mean, though. No, he's, he's not never mean. mean. But she doesn't see herself as being mean. Oh. She's telling the truth in her head that these people are stupid. So she sees them as small-minded, stupid people. So she's so just why being not say that? Brutally honest. Brutally honest. That's interesting because it's actually a big trope where she, what she believes to be truth, somebody else will believe well, well they won't believe it and they'll see it as condescending or hatred oh yeah for sure but so. she doesn't again she doesn't care mm-hmm. other people's point of view she only sees her point of view very interesting. which is why she was upset that men wasn't leaving she saw her new friend in danger and went to save him and when he refused her she was like what are you doing we're here to save ourselves we're the important ones and when he threw Petros up in her face, she couldn't really fight it at that time. It would have gotten too much of, you know. So she mm-hmm. was like, great. He's thrown up, you know, my best friend in my face. So I better do this just to, you know, save face with Petros, I guess. Uh-huh. Kind of. Kind I don't of. know. To pay back maybe some of the debt she owes him okay. for his kindness. So. so that was a good way to get her motivated. Okay. But that was the only way, probably, he was going to get her motivated. I, sh- I was ready to take her out the window. Or she was ready what? to go out the window. What, and divide the party like that? Yep. She would have just waited outside for all you guys. Dang. Yeah. Well, she could care less what happens to Marcus, let's be honest. And I think she knows Parad can take care of himself. It's a good thing this is just a game. Oh, I know. <laughs> I actually like Zacharias. <laughs> I know. I feel like it's a good thing this is just a game because if this is real life. Ooh. He ooh. wouldn't be over in my house. <laughs> no, he wouldn't be. No. But I can, I do not relate to her at all because I think what she says is mean and heartless and cruel. And But she just doesn't see that. Hmm. If you read about gnomes, they have very different thinking. Very. And even within gnomes themselves, they think differently than each other. This is just her spin on it. This is probably because of the way she was raised within her gnome society. Mm. So Where was she raised? Pretty much on the road with okay. her mom and dad. And then they left her very shortly. I mean, she was, I think, eight when her dad left. And he was the second parent to leave. So she was very young and just on her own. 
from a very young age. Is she resentful of her parents at all? No, because she thinks this is normal. Oh. That's why she's upset with Petros, because she doesn't feel Kendra has been properly prepared for the world like she has been. At eight? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she thinks she was prepared as a baby. Oh, my God. I think her mother left when she was four. And then her dad hung around Is she this was eight. normal in gnomes? Uh, it could be. In her case, it is. Because gnome society raised gnomes. She was just raised by the rest of the caravan, hmm. who her parents trusted, I guess. But by then, she, they figured she knew enough about the world and things because they let her experiment anything anyway. Hmm. Almost to the point of neglect. And she has no resentment. No, she doesn't have feelings for them at all, really. I mean, no respect. No, She just knows they're her parents. You know what I mean? It's like having a, an acquaintance. Her There's own no deep feelings. Parents. She doesn't know if they're alive or dead. She didn't keep in touch with them. What would what would she do if she found out they were alive? I think she'd go visit them and and be like, "Oh, hey, how are you doing?" But nothing like, "Oh, it's so great to see you. It's been so many years." There wouldn't be that. What we would see is this heartfelt, wonderful, you know, reunion, a family. No, she has Aww. no concept of family. Very interesting. So this little group, too, is really trying her patience because she usually doesn't... Well, we haven't been there that long. Uh -uh. So she stays with the caravan, and I'm sure she messes with people in the caravans. And then she moves on after a few months. So we'll see where she is in a few months. Because hmm. her patience might be going thin, or she might be growing a bond of some sort. What, what would be her motivation to stay? Uh, right now, it's clearly and only to get revenge on for whoever did what to Petros, whoever killed him. Okay. And the manner in which they did it. So that's it. Very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. This has been Talking Artrilla. I'm behind the curtain. <laughs> Talking Artrilla behind the curtain. I couldn't now think of an alliteration. Artrilla's Artrilla's astounding. I can't even think of one either. It's been a long day. <laughs> um, question. I want to see your point of view uh, as as Tracy, not as Artrilla. Okay, yes. But so. how do you think the loss of these townspeople and uh, what happened in the, in the town hall, how do you think it's going to affect uh, the other three Ooh, characters? it's hit them hard. You think it's hit them hard? Well, I've talked to them off, off – camera off <laughs> I don't air. Say off camera <laughs> off air and I think we asked him a little bit in the show too but Petros was dev not Petros Pirat was very upset at the way the townsfolk were blaming him when he was trying to help or blaming mm -hmm. our group so he was very upset and sorrowful Marcus was completely shook up mm -hmm. which was surprising because we don't always see that side we think of him as this cold cunning cool con man mm -hmm. and he was probably the most upset yeah. Because he saw family loss and he can relate to that. Hmm. And I think so can Parad and so can Mint. Mm -hmm. So they, yeah, it's hitting them hard. Oh, that's interesting because we just talked about this just a second ago. Yeah. How you have no family ties. I don't understand. You don't understand the, the bond of family. Yeah. But they do, and that's why it's hit them hard. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Especially, I think, Marcus. I think it's really hit Marcus hard. That he couldn't do more to save these people, even though he was up. I mean, he was standing on the mm -hmm. podium at one point, putting out these fires. Mm -hmm. Parad was throwing people out the door. 
I mean, men, you know, he was trying to cure that one man, but that was pretty brave for men yeah. right in the middle of the fire. So they were all doing their part. I mean, I was barely assisting people. I was just happened to be standing by a window. Here you go. Get out the window. Yeah. It wasn't any big effort on my part hmm. until Very the flame came in and was, you know, going to attack Marcus. And then I felt that little tiny surge of loyalty for him. I have no idea where that came from. As our troll, I went, what? Why would she care? But she cared for some reason in that split moment that that flaming the skull. skull was attacking Marcus. Okay. And then him and Prod took it out quite nicely, took out those two skulls. I went back and listened and <laughs> made sure it oh. was. It wasn't our trillet. It, it was Prod and Marcus took out those two skulls. Very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. I like to get in character headspace because, you know, I'm behind my little curtain Yes. and messing with the little characters messing with the little characters and 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 getting in a different kind of headspace and so i don't have a lot of time to sit and think about what what the events and how are and what how they might affect the characters well i don't know if zacharias would agree with this but it seems to me that him and kendra have a special bond at this point and i'm wondering how much he's upset too because it's kendra's town and Kendra okay. knows these people. He hasn't brought that out, but that might be a good question to ask him. I think there's a special kind of strength he's getting from Kendra, whether he'll admit it or not. Okay. Because Very it seems to me anytime she tries to help him, he's like ready or kind of more willing to mm -hmm. to help. And, you know, after all, she was in that town hall too. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about it too much until the end when I realized, she, you know, we didn't know where she was, but... I'm wondering how much the boys or the guys had been thinking about her during that fight, too. Hmm. I didn't ask. You know, let's, yeah. let's protect Kendra. Mm -hmm. She's in here. I so, didn't ask yeah. how, how that would have affected them. Very interesting. Maybe we will have to bring that up sometime. We might or either have one of them come on back behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. And ask. Yeah. And peel back their little curtain. But there, we know there's a lot more backstory coming out. Oh, so. yeah. For sure. I'm, exci I'm, I'm excited for all the backstories yeah. to come out. Philip and I talked about this the other day. We said that, you know, you have to pace yourself with backstories. And so this is for all you GMs listening, new, veteran, but this goes for any storyteller as well. But there's kind of a rule in anime or, you know, a lot of shows anime in particular but when an entire character's backstory comes out that character is either done or dead and so you have to pace yourself especially as a gm and understand when the right time for these moments to come out is and how you can use the backstory to enhance the overall story yes i, well, I think that's true of literature too if oh, you yeah. find out everything about the character right up front they're boring. boring. They're yeah. boring. <laughs> you don't want to. You want mm -hmm. to find out as you go mm -hmm. and see the different layers. And it, it makes them more round. I think, yeah. you know, they talk about flat and round characters and coming right out the front, you know, saying exactly what this character is, their motivations, everything. And it, it, it leaves them flat. Yeah. There's no room so. for growth or development. And there's, and so something might happen in the future where that, you know, that, that backstory moment might be perfect to come out in that time. But if you've already given that up, then there's nothing to there's nothing unveil. New, yeah. There's nothing new yeah. and there's no room for growth. And if you're too stuck to your backstory at this, like we're pretty early into our game still. If we're still too, st if we're like absolutely concrete and stone on our backstories, 
well, what if the game takes a different turn and yeah. you could change your backstory mm -hmm. with it? That's so much more yeah. fun than having it all laid out on the table in concrete mm -hmm. as you go. Because as we play the story, well, maybe, you know, I'll add something to our Trilla that you didn't know and then I'll tell you and it'll be fun for you to play with more. Yeah. And, so. and I have seen that. Yeah. I, I, Zachary's rewritten his backstory twice now. Yeah. So and things are changing. Yeah. Things and are liquidy. Everybody, I mean, everybody's come to me with new thoughts about their character. I think Philip's the only one that hasn't really come to me with anything. Of course, I've given him other projects yes, to work on. Yes, that's true. But, but he's still pretty fluid in his he mind. Is. So he could change mm -hmm. things like that whole, oh, I'm sorry, I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> I'll be quiet now. <laughs> It's hard, isn't We're it? We're ahead one episode, so I don't want to spill anything. It's hard. I almost spilled something. Yeah. It's hard, isn't it, to keep things a secret and it keep, keep things I'm straight? I'm a bad secret keeper. So. You'd be a terrible GM. I would be brilliant at it. <laughs> as brilliant as I am at playing Artrilla. By the way, what did you think of her antics? Antics. Hello, her pranks at the town hall. The oh wave my of the gosh. wand to get attention. The, oh, my God. And the little vision, the little I have image. to say, that was the funnest I've had with her oh pranks. Oh, my gosh. Because gnomes are known for pranks, and I felt like I was finally getting into the pranksterness of Artrilla, which was way fun. I felt like you were just spooking the townspeople. But I was having a good time. It was great. True. Hello, the skeleton was juggling the verse or the balls of fire orbs, or light or whatever. Light. Dancing lights. That was That's what it was. Hilarious. I thought it was pretty funny. It was funny. I had I had the most fun in this episode, I think. Yeah. Until I got mad. <laughs> and then it just sucked the fun right out of it. <laughs> well, I am terribly sorry. It's okay. I'm sure I'll get other chance to prank. And uh, I enjoyed the picture. Picture. picture oh please don't judge me on my artistic ability i gotta get that up on the website yes. don't judge me be kind people i'm not an artist i've never claimed to be artrill is an artist not me so whatever you think just be kind <laughs> <laughs> it's a good picture it's cute it's funny yeah, it's cute <laughs> that's what i'll say it's a good little caricature yeah but that was uh episode before was it the episode was before the i thought it was this yeah. episode no. parade was the shield did I give it to him at the beginning I of I thought you episode? gave him to the beginning of 23. Oh, I think I did. Yeah. yeah. Kind of shyly mm -hmm. and embarrassed. Yeah. And yes, because it In wasn't supposed to be a caricature, but she doesn't really know how to draw real. So it's kind of a cross between the two, which is because mm -hmm. I can't draw either way. So that's why it's a cross between the two. <laughs> I think Zachary loved it, too. Oh, good. Zachary, he didn't look so excited oh, when I handed it to him. He was just laughing. Yeah, they were all laughing at that. It was really cool. So make sure you jump on your website and see that. Any other see thoughts? See my pitiful picture. <laughs> oh, the pitiful picture. No, just having fun, seeing where this is going to turn, seeing if the townspeople are going to get out their pitchforks and torches. torches and drive us out of town before we solve this mystery. I'll be interested in now. So. On a scale of 1 to 10. Oh, I'd say we're way, to, way up there with a 9. A 9 for this one? Oh, All right. nine and a half, maybe. I don't know. It just wasn't a 10 because of, I don't know. I don't know why it wasn't a 10, but to me it was a nine. Nine. Yeah. Okay. But I, uh, according to the fun I had as our trill playing planks, 10 plus. Oh, wow. I had a great time doing that. That was so fun. Um, And let us know what you guys think. If you guys want to jump on the Yeah, give me ideas wagon. for new pranks. Ooh, yeah, there we go. I don't have go. too many spells, but prestidigitation 
I read a little bit, and that can be kind of fun. Yeah. So if you know about prestidigitation, give me some pranks with it. That would be awesome. That would be funny. I mean, I can only think of things like honey and shoes and, you know, stuff like that. So please give me some more original pranks. I would love it. Yeah. So go ahead and email us. And if you do, we'll give you a shout out. Not only on behind the curtain, but right in the middle of the scene that this prank came from so-and-so from somewhere. No. We'll just let the prank happen, and then we'll tell people in the next behind the curtain afterwards. No. I think we owe it to them. What? To say they did it right there in oh the episode. I'm fighting for you people. No. So send it in so we'll see who uh, wins. I'm lovable, but I'm not that lovable. He's lovable. He'll let me do whatever I want. I am the mother. <sighs> All right. So this episode got a nine? Yes. Okay. Uh, and a couple reminders, we're doing the utility class this week, so make sure you send in your utility concepts. Yes, because I'm hoping to get a fun, fun character. And we'll talk about more of that later down the road, but this week is utility, caster and tank are still open, so if you have character concepts you want to send in, send those in, and this Friday... We will be down at Ivory Coffee Teas and Boba's promoting the podcast, and we are actually going to be recording down there. I've worked things out with Chris and his wife. Chris Newhart. Chris Newhart. Thank you, Chris. And his wife, Empress. Uh, They've let us come down and promote. There's going to be cosplayers there. There's gonna we're gonna be doing giveaways. You have a chance to enter to win a Salt Lake Comic Con multi-pass. So that's all three days free. If you win that one down there, and I don't think he's requiring you to buy anything. I think he just wants people to come by the shop. Yeah, he does. He just wants people to check mm-hmm. out his shop. Yep. So if you just come by the shop, say hi to us, say hi to Chris. I'm personally get... going to try lemonade. <laughs> yeah. He's and and if you if you don't drink coffee, teas, or boba's, he, he has his his lemonades that he's got going on for more the summer. More than one flavor. Yes, and more than one flavor, and they do look. Very good. They do look really good. Go check us out. Go check out our website or his website or Facebook. His something. his Facebook page. Just search Irie Coffee Teas and Bobas, and you'll find it. And he's he's I actually R I E right. I R I E Irie. He's actually doing a charity right now. So if you want to jump on there and donate to the Underground Railroad. Operation Underground Railroad, it's to it's to combat sex trafficking. Uh, I'm not sure if it's here or in other it's countries. It's a great organization. But great organization. I think and it's everywhere, it, my I, understanding. Okay. I, I, I just know that that's the fundamentals there. I'm sh- sure Chris will give us an education on kay. it. <laughs> so we'll talk about more more about that. And, and then we've also got some fun things that we're going to talk to Chris and his wife about at the coffee shop so yeah come see the live recording yeah. or even listen to us in a few weeks we'll have mm-hmm. it up it's gonna be cool let me tell you yeah. i'm excited i'm excited too and we're all gonna well we hope most of us will be actually no nope, we will all be there <gasps> wow yep, we will all be there so it's gonna be a little cramped on our soundboard we're gonna have to work something out but it's gonna be fun but it'll be a lot of fun and you guys are gonna enjoy i'm not it. sharing my microphone <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. maybe with empress because she has a really cool name Empress. Yeah, isn't that the coolest mm-hmm. name? So she can share my pink mic, but okay. only her. So I, I've never met her. I've met Chris. So I'm really excited to go down and meet them as well. And you guys should come down and say hi. Uh, we're going to be doing giveaways as well. Yep, come see us. Come see us. we got some cool prizes. And if you want to know what they are, you got to come down and see us. Yep, we're not even going to tell you this time. 
So anyway, hope you guys enjoyed this behind the curtain, getting into the headspace of our Trilla a little bit more. That's always fun. And we hope you enjoyed. It's the Artrilla Show. Da, 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 da. Oh my gosh. It <laughs> is not kidding. the Artrilla Show. We're going to rename any, it that. If anything, it's the Spencer Show. Let's be honest here. We're going to we're mm. going to name it Artrilla's Adventures the next time. No. We're not doing that. Adventuring on Artrilla's uh -uh. mind. Nope. I'm going to cut this episode right here. <laughs> Make sure you tune in Wednesday for a new episode. It is a good one. And Artrilla's Afterthoughts. Oh my gosh. No. No, no. No, no. It's a good one. What? Our trilla on the air. No, what do you want to say about this next episode? Any The one coming up? Yeah, the one coming up. Any oh, it's any pretty teaser? Cool. Uh gets a little tense. It does. It gets a little tense, a little hairy, and uh interesting with Vin yeah. too. Yeah. Fun stuff a, in this yeah. next episode. It's a little twisty and turny, so very cool. So make sure you Who tune knows? In. We may we may um oh, what is it called when you you know, you everybody thinks bad of you, and then all of a sudden, everybody thinks good of you. What's that called? I have no idea. Oh, there's a word for it. The Galileo complex. No, like when you not avenge yourself. <laughs> the Van Gogh complex. Oh my gosh, never mind. <laughs> Who knows? May people's opinions may change about us. Let's just say that. We will see. We will see. We or will see. Or will we become even more hated than we already are? In the small town of Raven Grove. And you guys will live to become the villains. <laughs> anyway, see you on Wednesday. Goodbye. Goodbye. Come with me and you'll see all the junk we stash behind the curtain. There is no word I know. In this world that rhymes with curtain, I'm fairly certain.